Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today I have something and someone a little different than what I've been doing over the past couple of years. Today I'm speaking with Jessica LaRue. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, Connie. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm thrilled to have you. And we're going to be talking about doing things with physical products on Amazon, something that you've become quite an expert and really uh, renowned for. And I'm excited to hear your your journey. You also live in California. You're up in the the northern section of of California. Tell tell us a little bit about your your life, where you live, and your family. Okay. Um, Well, we like I said, we live in California, and it's always nice and sunny here. Um, I am married, and I have a four-year-old son, and my husband and I, we both work from home on our Amazon business. Um, I've been working online exclusively for five years now, and he's going into his third year. So we kind of feel like we are living a retired lifestyle, but we do get to work when we choose to do so. So we have quite a bit of fun. And, you know, Amazon has totally changed our life. And I'm sure when I say Amazon, it's like, well, what is that? So I'm sure we will get to talking about that. Yes, yes, because long, long ago, I had taken a class at the local community college, and this had to be in about 2008, I guess. And it was a a class in film. So I had a book that I had paid $160 for because textbooks are so, so expensive. And at the end of the time, the bookstore wanted to give me less than half. And I thought, no, no, there has to be a better way. And somebody said, well, just sell it on Amazon. So I put the listing up, and I said that I would fulfill it by merchant, so that would be me, that I would do it. And I thought, okay, so I have to wait by the computer and see what happens. And sure enough, a local person ended up contacting me, and I met her at the mall and she was a, y- a young lady. She was about 20 years old. And she said, my mom said this was a great way to save money. So I got a whole lot more for that book. I was able to hand it to her. And that was my first experience being signed up on Amazon to actually sell a physical product. But that's really very different than the business that you've built. So tell us a little bit more about, about what you're doing, Jessica. Okay. Well, that's awesome because, you know, I – kind of dabbled in books a little bit on Amazon, and the first um, textbook that I sold, I didn't quite understand the whole business model yet, and so I didn't make very much money because it cost me about $13 to ship it, and I didn't sell it for that much, so I wasn't making a huge profit, Um, but that was, again, like you said, fulfilled by Merchant. So what I do now, um, I no longer do books at all, but we sell physical products that we buy locally at stores. So things like shampoos and conditioners, lotions, toys, household products, pretty much if you can buy it from a store like Target, we're willing to sell it if we can make money on it. But what we do is we use the Fulfilled by Amazon program, and what that means is that they handle all of our shipping and processing of the orders once we've sent it into their warehouses. So do we want to get into more of that? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go back and forth with more of that. So so what you're doing, you call it retail arbitrage, is that the is that the correct phrase? Right. So we okay. buy products from retail stores and then resell them on Amazon. All right, so people know that I jumped into private labeling on Amazon, which is a whole different business model that we're not going to discuss today. 
and I did that a year and a half ago, but I found that it was confusing. So that's when I came to you and your courses, and I want people right now to take a look at ConnieLoves.me forward slash selling family. ConnieLoves.me forward slash selling family, and that way you'll get some free videos from Jessica. You'll get on your her list through me, and you'll be able to see the amazing things that she's doing. So because I was so confused, I thought if I could just learn how to send things in and get all of that started, it would help me with the other part of the business. And sure enough, it really did help. It made it much less confusing for me. But I also then saw the value of the model that you're teaching. So tell us tell us more. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the private label industry. And to me, it was such a market where you have to have a lot of money to come into it. And there's a lot higher risk. So I feel like it's when you know you're buying a mutual fund or you're investing in stocks. So I'm kind of at the starter level with what I teach and what I do in the retail arbitrage because you can come in and you can spend a whole lot less money and really get your feet wet and see if you like the Amazon business model. We can buy products for, say, $2 and sell them for 10 So we're not going to be making huge profits, but the risk in that is so small. And so buying locally, we like to spread out what we're going to buy. Instead of buying thousands of one product, we will buy maybe 50 different products, but only buying three to five of each of those products. Yeah, and that so makes so, yeah, that makes so much sense to be able to do it that way. Like you're saying, the other is, is so much more complicated, and you could make a mistake that would cost you 500 to $1,000. That, that really wouldn't be... Un, unheard of, whereas with your model, people can take $100, right, and buy some things, and because of what you teach, because you've been doing it so long now and do it so successfully, then they're going to make some, some income. Right. So it's like you could buy 50 different products, and even if five of those products tanked and you didn't, all you did was make your money back. We figure the worst that can happen is you're going to make your money back. It's very rare that you end up actually losing your investment on the product um, completely and just making $0 and going negative. And so as long as you make profit on a majority of what you send in, then you're good. Um, so what we found is that, you know, it's what we try and do is just make it very simple entry level and walk you right through that whole process so it isn't so scary. It's not like, okay, walk into a big store like Target. I don't know about where you live, if they're huge Targets. Um, I know in some markets they're kind of small, but here it's like if I was to walk in and just go blind and say, okay, now what? It's very scary. But there's, you know, when you're focusing on certain markets in a store within a store (laughs) or a section within a store, you know, you can narrow things down and really find exactly what you're looking for. And people are really able to build up a niche within the business so it's not just um, a widget seller of every single type of thing. Like, I would consider myself a seller of everything. Um, But when you first get started, it's like if you really like cooking products, you can narrow that down and really research and find just cooking products that you like to sell. Excellent. Well, you know, you have just done so well with this and I love your style of teaching and I'm not real, real involved with with your programs, but I have been in them enough to learn and 
what I really like is that you or a few other people that are close to you, and I don't know what role they really take if they're moderators or what it is, but if you have a question pretty much any hour of the day, and I did, I had a question about poly bags and suffocation labels and all kinds of things that I had heard about, and then you get right up to the point where you're ready to send something in and you go, wait, what is the right thing to do? And you and your people, you answer it just so quickly, and most of the time there's a training that goes along with it, a video or just a, a document. There's something. You're directing us to something right then so that I don't have to spend two hours just to get the answer to my question. I can spend ten minutes and move on to the next step. And I think that's what I love about what you're doing just more than anything else. Yeah, we do get a ton of feedback based on the community that goes through what we call it the Amazon Bootcamp. And we have a private Facebook group, and we do have paid moderators that have gone through the course and are successfully selling now. And so what we have is just people from every time zone. So pretty much any time that you come on, if you have a question, we can either direct you right to where the answer is, or we can just give you the simple answer of what it is that you need to know. Because it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's so easy, but there's so many steps involved. And so, you know, like you said with the poly bags, but you may be getting to the point where you're sending in products into Amazon, and it's like, do I choose listing A or listing B? And sometimes with the more experienced eye, we can go in and say, oh, well, this listing has something else added into it, and this one doesn't. So that's the one that you want. Um because, you know, people don't know a lot of times that whenever you list on Amazon that you're actually not creating your own listing. Everybody's going on to the same one. And so it's like you got to find the exact one that you want to list on so that people can find your product. If you list it and nobody finds it, then it doesn't do you any good. Exactly, exactly. And I know that, you know, when I first was in your training, and I, I can't remember exactly when it was. It had to be a year ago. I took my neighbor with me, and we went to the stores in Santa Clarita, which is the bigger of the two cities that I'm in, because when I'm in Santa Barbara, that's when I appreciate the fact, because people say, why would somebody buy cereal? Why would they buy, because one of the things I sold was Honey Nut Cheerios. Why would they buy that? Why would they buy toothpaste? And it's because even in a city like like Santa Barbara, you don't have a Target. There is no Target anywhere within about 40 miles of, of Santa Barbara. And there's no uh, Walmart. They don't allow Walmart or Sam's Club in. So you're just not, and there's two 99-cent stores, and they don't have that much stuff. So, you know, that's when I really, really appreciate it. But the whole idea of, you know, being able to to sell products, to, to have this kind of business, it's just amazing. So I went with my neighbor, and we went to Target, we went to 99-cent store, and we went to Big Lots. And we agreed that we wouldn't spend more than $50, each of us, and we'd find some things to sell. And sure enough, that's where I got the Honey Nut Cheerios, some toothpaste. Um, I got, what else did I get? Oh, some kind of granola bars, Nature Valley granola bars. And I got a big plastic container of Milk Bone Dog Biscuits. And I can't believe how much I made for those. I was tempted to keep them for my dogs, but I said, no, 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 this is a business, so I'm not going to be keeping anything. It was it was pretty funny how that happened. But you've really taken this to just amazing levels because you do have a six-figure business from it. And I think people really don't understand, you know, that you're able to grow at that level. So what was kind of the tipping point for you where 
you decided that, yes, this was a viable business model, you were going to pursue it, and that finally then your husband was going to leave his job and join you in it. What was that kind of progression like? Well, when I first I decided I needed Fulfilled by Amazon to begin with whenever I was pregnant because I was running a successful eBay business, and for people who know what an eBay business looks like, it looks like a lot of inventory everywhere, and whenever you have sales, you have to pack up all of those sales and send them to the customer and make sure that they get there on time and answer all the emails and all those things. And so I had grown that business to a point where it had replaced my little income that I um, had previously. And I thought, I really want to make my online business bigger, and how can I do that? And so I found out then about Fulfilled by Amazon and how that works, and I thought, well, if I could sell more products but do less time of actually shipping them, then that's something I really want to try. And so I got started, and I was just doing little things. You know, I started with stuff from yard sales. I started with some of my eBay inventory. And then I was what really, really got me going was I realized that clearance from drugstores would – be able to increase my inventory a lot because I could go to, say, one Walgreens and I would buy things there and then I would go to the next Walgreens. So, for example, there was one time I went in and they were clearancing out all of the older models of electric shavers for men and they were 75% off. And so I was buying these $100 electric shavers for $25. Wow. And it was really cool to find, you know, 10 different ones at one store. So I would buy two, three of each model and come away with 10. And so that was really exciting because I could then sell those on Amazon for close to the retail price. And so I wasn't actually charging more than retail. And so the customer was getting a good deal because they were paying a little bit less than retail price. But because I was buying at such a huge discount, I was actually able to more than double my money because I bought them for more than or for seventy five percent off. And so I was making between thirty and forty dollars per razor. <laughs> so when I realized that I thought, okay, well, in this town alone there's six Walgreens. And then if I go to the next town, there's four or five. And then I can go to the next town, and there's more. And so it was like this light bulb of like, okay, I can really duplicate this process by using just stores that I have locally, and I don't feel bad about what I'm charging the customer because they're getting a deal, and I'm making money. And so it was kind of that moment of, okay, this is really going to be duplicable. Like, I can make that happen. And so... I would just go, I would find deals at one store, and then I would go from town to town, and I would go to, like, 15 of the same chain store and buy the same thing at each store. Um, And one time when that happened, it was at Big Lots, and I had been buying these um, Clorox toilet wands for um, cleaning your bathroom. And I had sold them once before, but I found them again, and I hadn't seen them in a while, and I found, like, 40 of them. So I loaded up my little car, and I came home, and my husband at the time was watching our son because I would 
leave after he got home from work and I would go buy inventory and then I would work on it throughout the week when he was at work and just, you know, the time when my son was napping and things like that. So one night I had already bought all these and I, when my son went to sleep, I'm carrying in all these Clorox toilet wands and I'm unloading my car. And he comes in and he sits on the couch in my office and I, I have these things stacked up like everywhere and I'm putting them into the computer to get them onto Amazon and then I have sheets of labels that I have to put on them and, and he's looking at them and he's like, so um, how much are you going to sell these for? Because he's looking at them thinking, you know, if I was to buy those, I'd pay like six bucks at the store or something. So what is really worth it? And so I'm like, well, these are discontinued. They're hard to find. So I'm selling them for over $25 each. And he's like, and you paid how much for them? I'm like, I paid $4 a piece. And so he's like, okay, wait. So he starts doing the math, and he's counting them up, and he's looking at these piles that I have in there. And he's like, so you're telling me that all of these piles make more when you sell them all than I make in a week at work? (laughs) And I'm like, yes. And he's like, and you do this all the time? And I'm like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and so it, that was kind of the moment where it really hit both of us. Like, he's working so hard, and I'm at home doing this in the little amount of time that I have. If we did this together, how much more amazing would it be? And so my next goal after that, and he decided at that point he was going to help. Like, so he he labeled those with me and took all the retail stickers off of them and everything. Um but it was I had set the goal in my mind at that point that I was going to replace his income so that he could come home from the job that he hated and do this and we would turn it into a family business. And so it was just a few months later that I was able to replace his income. And he came home. He left his job right before Q4, which, um, as we know in the business, is the biggest retail time. And so it was like, if we're going to do this, this is the time that it needs to happen because this is when we have the greatest potential to make money. And so he left in November his job, and we made over $30,000 profit in that November-December time frame. And so that really set us up to be able to know that no matter what happened in the next year on Amazon, that we were going to be okay because we had this huge I call it a windfall, but it's not really a windfall because we, it was like we worked for it. But um, it was this really good starting off point for us to start in Q4 and have that money built up. And we thought, you know, even if it goes back, we'll at least be able to make enough to live on. But little did we know that as we were both working the business and now we had this money left over from Q4 that we could invest, um, the business just grew and grew. And so it went to six figures in profit the first year that he was home full time. And then we've been able to maintain that, but at a level where we're actually working a lot less hours because we have it down to where we can, you know, send in a whole bunch at one time instead of doing it over and over every day. So that's kind of how we did it. And it was, you know, it's been so exciting the whole way and um you know still we drive by places like walgreens or cbs and it's like you get that itch where it's like we got to stop what are we doing right now let's just stop and see what they have on clearance and 
you know, a lot of times when I teach people how to start, I'm like, you really, you know, the drugstores, I call it a game because, you know, you can find so much stuff in there. And people are like, if you could start over, would you still do drugstores? And I'm like, absolutely, because I still do drugstores. I, you know, it's yes. just so fun for me. Yes. Um, well, I, I just love this story, Jessica. I think anybody that's hearing this that, you know, had any doubt in the beginning or any questions about it, they're going to be more and more excited now. And, again, go to ConnieLoves.me forward slash selling family, S-E-L-L-I-N-G-F-I-M-I-L-Y, because Jessica and her husband and her son are the selling family. It, it's just so, so very exciting. And, you know, with, with my neighbors, I, I I didn't finish that story where – um, we both agreed to spend $50. I sent in my box about two days later. I was busy, and then I sent it in about two days later. The things, mo- for the most part, sold quickly. I had to lower the price on something. I think the toothpaste. I had to lower it 50 cents. And what sold better than anything were uh, coconut macaroons that were kosher for Passover. So that was almost exactly a year ago, I guess, when I did that. And, and people couldn't get enough of those macaroons. That was that was pretty funny. And those dog biscuits, they, they paid a ton for those. But my neighbor never did do it. She never did send in the box. She had bought things that she could use at home, of course. And I'm going to have her listen to this because I want her to know the potential of doing it. And she even has a teenage son that I think would make an excellent helper with all of this. And... Um, you know, I'm so glad that you're teaching this. And Jessica, you made a decision recently that I saw the email on where you are going to keep your prices affordable for your course. And I just want to say God bless you for doing that. I, I think that came from your heart, and I think it's so helpful to people that are really in that position where they, you know, want and need to, to earn money. And the way I feel, the reason I keep my prices low on my products and on my coaching and mentoring especially is that, I want to actually make money from doing what I teach rather than teaching how to do it. And I, when I read your email from the heart like that, then um, I felt that you were doing the same thing. And I loved how you worded it. It's a phrase that my mother used to use all the time where you, you said you were wearing your heart on your sleeve. And to me, that that's truly you know, a blessing from God that, that you feel that way. So thanks so much. You're welcome. Yeah, that was a big thing, you know, for us that our Amazon business is still such a part of our daily life. And, you know, there's inventory in our garage right now, and we have tons of inventory at Amazon. Um, and I, I just saw this need in the marketplace for a course like we have. And so it was like I made it out of a need because I had been teaching people locally, and you just run out of time. There, You can't spend 10 hours at a time with each person who wants to know how to run an Amazon business. And so I really, you know, created a course without knowing how to create courses at first. And it was at the time of recreating the course and upping the quality and all of that, that it was like, well, you have to raise the price. And I, I got stuck into that mentality of, okay, well, I guess you're right. That You know, you hear from so many marketers that you need a premium course. And I was really stuck in it and I couldn't figure out, and this is something that, you know, we've talked about in private where I was really struggling to finish. Like, I couldn't get the last of it out. And I, I finally realized the reason I was putting it off was because I didn't want to finish and raise the price. And so once I got that down in my head that I don't have to. Like, I can do this however <laughs> I want to. And right. I just thought, you know, 
the the business model that I'm teaching people is a way to come in without having a ton of money. And if I'm saying you have to pay me a ton of money, then you don't have any money left. And so it really did come from my heart, and and I feel so good about it now. And, you know, it's only been a few days, but the second I pushed send on that email, I knew I was doing the right thing. And, and I haven't had any of the stress of, like, well, I have to finish so I can raise the price. It's like, no, now I get to finish, and I'm excited about it. Yes. Um, so... Yes, and I think yeah, and I think that's you know we how we have to live our lives because um, I don't know what your background working was. You know, I was a classroom teacher, and I have had other jobs over the years. I was a claims adjuster for Liberty Mutual Insurance for a year and a half long ago, and I worked in a couple of banks until um, they stuck a gun in my face twice. I finally the first time didn't cure me of wanting to work in a bank in Los Angeles. The second time did, <laughs> and I got out of it. And I was used to things where the memo would come down from the top, whether it was in the school district or the bank or the insurance company, and you had to do things that they said, and that's how a job works. But as an entrepreneur, we make decisions that we know, we know down deep inside what's right for us and for the people that we're going to be working with, and that's that's part of the joy of doing this. Well, if somebody is just getting started because they're going to go over and get your videos right away, and if they're just getting started with this, what are some things that would help them maybe get a little jump start on, on doing it? What kind of advice would you give them in terms of you know what to do first and how to really think of this so they can kind of incorporate this thinking into their into their brain? Well, you know, in the free videos, I tried to make it to where somebody could get those videos and then they wouldn't need the rest of the course. So that will get them to the point where they're up and running and they have products. And the way that we go about finding the original products whenever I'm working with somebody getting started is to just find things that you have around your house already that you've never used. Because we all have those things that we buy for whatever reason because we think that they're going to be amazing and they're going to be life-changing and I think of that like kitchen gadgets because I'm such a sucker for them, but then I never even take them out of the box. Um, so I say, you know, go around and find those things that you have in your house and really get familiar with the system. So that could mean going to Amazon.com and just pulling those items up one by one and just seeing what they're going for and try to find 10 items around your house that are selling for $25 or more. And then at that point, you can send in a test run of products and have $250 worth of inventory without spending a dime other than the shipping to get it into Amazon, which is going to be, depending on those items, it could be 10 to $20. Um, and then there's an app called Amazon Seller, which is made by Amazon. And you can use the app without having a paid Amazon account or without paying a download fee for the app, and it's available on iPhone and Android. And I know we didn't talk much about scanning, um, but what you can do is you can scan the barcode using your phone, a smartphone, and that app called Amazon Seller, and it will tell you right there how much the item's going for on Amazon. And then if you click the button that says Fulfilled by Amazon, it will give you the breakdown on how much you would actually make if you sent the item into Amazon and what your profit would be after all of their fees. So that's what I would do to get started is just kind of get familiar with some things that you have around the house, even if you don't want to sell them, (laughs) just to see 
what they're going for and, you know, get familiar with scanning items and looking them up on Amazon to see how much things go for. Because a lot of times people think that um, Amazon always has the best price, and so you think I can't sell things and make money. Um, but there are times where the price is higher on Amazon or it's the same as retail. And so um, it's really good to just go in and see how that works and get familiar with a scanning app. And starting with a free one is definitely the way to go. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, you know, you're so kind to offer this this video series, the the three videos. And but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my two cents worth in here. You're going to want to learn from Jessica in the beginning. Go through those videos, take notes, do what she's saying, do those free things. And I did the same thing. I went around my house with the scanner, and you know, my my grandson came over and he said, "And tell me what you're doing again." <laughs> it was really really funny. I was doing it. But what you're going to want to do, everybody listening to me right now. You're going to want to go through the the emails that Jessica starts sending, and you do want to get into one of her courses. You want to get into her program because being part of a paid group, a paid training, is very, very different. It will help you really build this to a much bigger level and get a family member involved, whoever that happens to be, and explain what you're doing, show them because believe it or not, even if you make 10 or $20 as a result of sending a couple things into Amazon, you'll be hooked and you'll see the potential and someone in your family, maybe it's a friend or a neighbor or a family member, somebody wants to move forward and I want you to move forward with Jessica for this Amazon Retail Arbitrage. So Jessica, thank you so, so much for being my guest today. I, I just appreciate you so very much. I'm so glad we've had a chance to connect, and I can't wait to meet you in person and give you a big hug. Me too. Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> All right. excited. Yes, yes. Take care. Again, this is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to subscribe to all of the calls in the podcast series. Bye-bye now.